you got it? Yes, I think I've got the chair sorted out. It's a lot of shifting. Okay, so uh, this is another episode of Still in Beta. I like that you can't even remember the title. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I've considered changing it again, but I don't know what I would change it to. Uh, The podcast formerly known as Still in Beta. Yeah, and it'd just be a symbol, like an impronounceable symbol. Some kind of like weird onk shape, I guess. I don't even remember like like what it, that that thing was like. It was like an onk with like a male like gender symbol and then like a hook arm or something. I thought it was just a really decorative male symbol, so it was like Prince and that it was not <laughs> flamboyantly it was male. Not quite a man, but it was like. Very similar to one, but also extremely flamboyant, yes. Yeah. But it's... Yeah. But Prince isn't, like... He's not gay. Like, that's the weird thing. It's like, he's just, like, super Liberace. You know? He's, like... He wears the same... <laughs> in a... In the, in the straightest straight way. way. In yeah. The straightest, <laughs> like, if Liberace were actually straight, that's Prince? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, because he wears the, like, frilly, frumpy... Clothes. I mean, he's like a velvet pirate is kind of what I think of. Yeah. Like a purple velvet pirate. Yeah. Yeah. In high heels. Right. Because pirates... I mean, they had those like pirate boots that kind of have that. But those are just kind of regular boots with the little, like the, the fold over thing at the, at the, at the calf. Like, right. But they're not fold over. You pull them up and, you know, whatever. But the heel isn't like four inches. He wears like four inch heels. Oh. Well, maybe I, he's short. No, he totally is short. Uh, so I'm I'm Jesse Lemons, <laughs> and I'm William Lemons, and that was our. This is our intro. It's <laughs> pretty much how we start every show. But theoretically, we talk about video games as well. Eventually, because we both make video games, and so that's what we talk about. Uh, it's sometimes video games. So, have you been playing anything recently? Well, yes, I have been playing, I guess it's still not even technically, it's still in the early release stage, but I've been playing Space Engineers, um, which is kind of Minecraft in space, but like, if Minecraft didn't look quite as crappy as Minecraft looks. If it wasn't just cubes. Right. But also, like, currently there's, like, no monsters or, you know, that kind of stuff. And uh, building is a lot more complex because you have to, like, it's not just, you know, dig up a cube, place a cube kind of stuff. It's a lot more complicated and, I guess, a lot more science-y. It's a sci- it's like sci-fi ish, but what do you mean sciency? Like, how well, is the building sciency? Do you have to like combine? Well, you have to. So theoretically, what you do is you you go drill into asteroids and you get ore, and then you have to take them to a refinery. So part of it is unlike like with Minecraft, you can just kind of go hardcore and just throw a dude in there with with nothing, and he's just kind of paws at the ground and starts getting enough materials to build stuff. With this, you're like in space, and you ha- you start with a spaceship, and you have like a refinery, and a an assembler which refines 
which turns refined ore into things. Refinery refines ore that you drill out of meteors, and then assembler turns the refined ore into something useful, like it'll turn silicon into glass or, you know, iron into steel plates or something like that. So instead of, like, Minecraft has that combino matrix thing that you put random junk into and you make a thing? Yeah. Like, this has the assembler that you have to use? Right, and and the refinery, because you can't just, like, dig out... You can't just, like, you know, chop down a piece of wood and pick up a block of wood and then use that to build a bow right, right away. You have to, you have to like, do all this other extra work. Yeah. Um, but also, being in space, you have to have some kind of space survivability from the get-go. Right, because you're in a spacesuit, and it has power, and... Uh, if you run out of power, then your life support turns off and you die. And so you have to have a ship that has power. So do you have to... How do you... Basically, like, you, you plug into the matrix of your ship okay. and recharge. So if you, have a co- if you have a powered ship with a cockpit, you can go recharge your, your batteries. But it basically means, like, your ETA is limited, or EVA. That's what it was. Yeah. Your EVA time is limited because you can go out and build stuff out in space, but then it's like, oh, crap, crap, let me go back into this cockpit and recharge because otherwise, you know, I don't, you know, I can't. So you've got limited time. limited collection time, basically. Yes, like limited, time, limited time outside of a ship. Is yeah. it, can you get like an umbilical kind of thing, or, or is it like to con- connect yourself to the ship, but you're tethered to it? Or? Well, no. The better option is to eventually build a ver- build a ship. Like, so if you're out in space, you can, you know, place blocks, and then you can also, you, if you have the materials, then you use a welder to weld those blocks together, or you can also use a grinder to break down things. Like, if you find an old derelict ship, you can break down that ship and get stuff, and then you don't have to refine it, which is way better than having to drill asteroids, but you can drill by hand, you can grind stuff down into parts by hand, and you can weld them together into structures by hand. But you can save a lot of time and be a lot safer if you build a ship that has a welder and a grinder and a drill and all that stuff on it. So ultimately what you do is you upgrade to using a ship, and then you use your ship to like build stuff or drill or take other ships apart and that mm. kind of stuff. Okay. And then you can use that ship to build bigger ships, I guess? Yes, yes. You use that ship to build a bigger ship. And uh, so that's kind of what you do. And you can also build space stations. Um, Space stations don't have any kind of... They're static, so you could run into it and it will not move around. Like if you you run in... If like you have two ships and they bonk into each other, then you have to like go out and catch another ship before it flies off because it will like literally drift away because there's no friction or gravity. But it's kind of cool. There's all kinds of different, like, devices that you can build. So you can build, like, a gravity generator. So that way when you, like, you can just go in your ship and, like, you still have to fly around or or you just float around randomly because there's no gravity. But then you can build a gravity generator and say, I want the gravity to point this direction. And then, you know, everything starts falling or whatever. (laughs) You have stuff that's loose. Uh, But... Then you, you know. Then you can have like artificial gravity in in your ship or on your space station or whatever. Yeah. Um, then. Can you tow the space station? 
No, there is. Uh, I, I, we, it's, it's, and it's still because I guess because it's part of it's because an early release. Part of it's because I don't think this dude knows how to build a tutorial. But it's, the guy that made this game. <laughs> but it's uh, it, there's still like a lot of stuff that you just kind of will, like watch other people's videos to find out. But there is like a convert to spaceship mode that space stations have. So you could like convert your space station to a ship, and then. Like, like you just strap rockets to it? Yeah, you just build some rockets on it, then you can move it around. Why would you not do that? Like, why would you ever just leave it in space station mode? Because, like I said, it's static. It won't it won't move around. If you, if you like, trying to land on it and you bump it or something, it's not going to go flying off in a random direction. Okay. Okay. So if you want, like, a known base, like a home base, that's not going to... People can't now. Is it multiplayer? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you can host. Uh, you can host a server, so other people can come oh, okay. in. And like theoretically, you can you can even build like guns and weapons and stuff. And most, I think, the most useful thing those are those have like when we're playing is to shoot down meteors that will totally kill you because there's like random meteor showers all the freaking time, um, which you can only which you can't avoid if you apparently the like the sun just like. Barfs out meteors constantly because if you're in the shadow of a large asteroid, then you won't get hit by any meteors. But if you if you are, then every once in a while there's a meteor shower and you just get destroyed. That's but, weird. You'd think things would fly toward or tangential to the sun instead of directly out from it. Uh, I guess, but it's kind of nice because it gives you... At, at the very least, you know, like, sort of where the safety is. You hide in, like, the shade of the of the asteroids. Of the sun vomit. Yes, you hide in the shade of the asteroids. And, like, the sun gives you a clear, like, point of this is where asteroids will come from. Yeah. Which kind of helps. Otherwise, um, you'd need some sort of, like, space wind meter or something. I don't know. Like, this is the direction. You need whatever the thing was that they used in like Independence Day to know that the giant spaceship was coming. They didn't know that it was coming. Uh, well, then you're thinking of Armageddon to know how the giant meteor was coming. That's fine. Yes, you'll need the Armageddon technology. Yeah, whatever that is. And uh, which oh, they had a space drill. Yeah, that's right. Oh, the the other thing that's kind of cool is it. There's two types of power that you can use to power ships. One is like uranium. So you have reactors that mm -hmm. use uranium, and those are like, this is how you're really supposed to power your ship. But then there's like this alternate, like I guess kind of, you can use solar power as well, which is total crap. Just like, just like it is in SimCity, like if you have five thousand solar stations, that equates to like one nuclear power station, yeah, kind of thing. Um, but you can't be safely behind in the shadow of an asteroid. And use the solar power because there's no sun on them. And so it's right. kind of like, well, okay, I've got free power, but now I'm in, you know, the health. I can have zone. this garbage power supply system that I have to build a lot of and then also gets trampled by meteors, so I have to keep repairing the stupid solar panels. Yes, I suppose. That sounds pretty great. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like something I'd want to do. I don't know, maybe this guy's kind of anti solar power. He's like no. Nuclear is the future. <laughs> There's just a bunch of lobbyists. That's, that's this was all created just by the, yeah. the the nuclear plant, the pro nuclear power people. To, yeah, that's that was the whole point of this game. I'm sure. Uh -huh. Well, that's, you've at least got the message. 
it sounds like you've you know you've picked up on <clears throat> what he's been putting down. So, right. Um, but it's 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 pretty cool. It's dev- like uh, I don't know for, for me like Minecraft was a lot like I I never really got into the the stuff with like the building like, things. <laughs> yes, the building. Well, it was just it was like Legos that was just way harder to use than Legos for me when I was playing Minecraft. Like I didn't like Minecraft that much because there just wasn't like for me there just wasn't a whole super lot to do. It's like well I could try and build some really big elaborate thing, but I don't want to do all the stupid work that it takes to get all that crap. Like it's yeah. a pain in the ass. I was curious about it initially like when when it was initial when it was free and was in an alpha and people were messing around with it and they're like look you can have this weird world where you dig stuff up and make houses and stuff and i was like well that's that's odd but who wants to play a manual labor simulator <laughs> i'm gonna go in the yard work simulator yeah it's like what yeah. do you what do you do in this game well you kind of landscape and build houses and i'm like well what else What's the goal? And they're like, well, you can mine. I'm like, geez, what? Who wants that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was fun for, like, for me, again, the, the, the part that was fun for me was, like, I would just dig straight down until I found, like, a an open cave and then kind of yeah. run around and explore the cave. Yeah, but, like, that's the, that's the one thing that I could kind of relate to was just the thought of being placed on this um, randomly generated environment and then... Uh, and then exploring that and, but it, since everything was just so crappy looking, it was like, I've seen one guy go through a cave. I feel like I've seen every cave at this point because there's, there's like the, the, the visuals are so limited that you're not going to see anything interesting. And at some point it just becomes kind of another another gray hole in the ground and i don't know right what you do from there and then and then other people had those bigger things where they were building crazy stuff like calculators and like logic switches and stuff and like all of these different insane mods and things that came out with for that and i was like well all right you know so now it kind of feels a little bit more like like a little big planet or something where people the 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 concepts of building things sort of ran away from the initial design and like now it's this other this whole other thing where people make elaborate elaborate things um but like little big planet i never it never caught me enough creatively to for me to like spend any time trying to design anything like worthwhile in there and it was hard to find stuff that was actually like any good um, because the, the crowdsourced voting system was garbage, but yeah, I, I don't know. So yeah, I never got into into Minecraft because the base game was just kind of like, this is really dull to me. Yeah. I just really didn't want to have to dig out like the 500 bazillion blocks of sand to make a giant like, glass dome that i wanted to make and no just and you can't even make a dome because it's just going to be a cube <laughs> it's, a, it's a very very jagged roundish kind of thing with yeah yes uh 
Yeah, that was the problem for me. I was just like, ugh, I didn't really want to do all the work. And that's kind of the problem I have with Space Engineers, too. I was like, ugh, I don't want to have to go take this whole stupid ship apart to have enough steel to build a different, more other ship. Yeah, and then what do you do with that? I, you fly it around. But I'm kind of sticking with it a little bit just because, you know. Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> that's sound, that's probably sound. not a good review. Not, not that's the greatest review, but it well, is. It is definitely if you definitely, well, if you like Minecraft, it looks a lot better. It like the stuff actually looks like stuff. Um, <laughs> that makes any sense. The stuff looks like stuff. <laughs> the, the astronaut looks like an astronaut, not just like a cube with a astronaut with, face. Based with on. two longer cubes. Yeah. Um, Long cubes. That's uh, and the other, there's. I mean, there's cool stuff you can do with physics and things, which make that one. To me, that that stuff kind of makes it a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Um, the environment is not fun to explore, though, because it's just a giant, stupid open space. Because yeah, because it's space, basically, just, and the distance between things is super freaking far. Right, and also you kind of have like there's beacons and antennas, and you kind of have to build those. Otherwise, if you fly off to go after like a ship, like a dead ship that's floating by, you're you'll get totally lost and never be able to find the space station that you were building. You have to leave space breadcrumbs? Well, no, not like a beacon. Not, no, no, it's not breadcrumbs. It's, I guess, just like a space lighthouse. Oh, so you only need the one. You don't have to make a trail to get back to no, it. Okay. No. Well, that's better. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Okay. Also, it's just it's kind of fun to figure out how to fly around in 3D space. So, and yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I've been I had been playing the uh, I played a little bit of the Destiny beta because I got a key for that because one of my friends pre-ordered it and wanted somebody to play with, and so gave me a key. I was like, sure, I'll try it. I have a PS4 that I'm not really using. So you had to play it for PS4? You had to play the beta for the PS4. Mm. Um, because that was a, you know, some sort of backroom Sony uh, bungee. <laughs> backroom Sony dealings? Yes. Yeah. And it's bungee. So as a kind of like, hey, screw you, Microsoft, sort of, we're going to do this for well, if, PS4? Well, if I know first party deals like I think I do, which is not that much, but <laughs> in, um, the experience or in the, in the stuff that I've see, witnessed in the game industry thus far, it might have gone like this. Hey, Sony and Microsoft, we have this game that we're making. Our name is Bungie. We make games like Halo. Perhaps you've heard of them. And, um, don't shake your head. <laughs> I mean, yes, yes. Yeah. I've heard of them. Um, so here's this game. Uh, how much do you want us to have some kind of exclusivity for one part or another on your system? And how much money will you give us to do this? And I guess Microsoft as well. We've already, we still own Halo, so... Meh. Yeah, it's like, well, we've got people making what other people think is better sequels than you were doing for the franchise that makes us all of our money. So... Um, sit on it, and then Sony might have gone like, "Well, we want you to have, we we want to have you make something for our system that's better than Halo, so that people will be more likely to buy our system." So, 
here's some money. And we have exclusive, you know, beta, alpha and beta releases. So, yeah, the beta, the, the alpha was exclusive. The beta was exclusive for uh, like two-thirds of the time of the beta. And it was ex exclusive to PS4. And then it opened up for the last like three days of the beta. It opened up to PS... No, it opened up to... Yeah, that, like, plus uh, Xbox One and 360? I can't remember. It's I want to say it's on 360, Xbox One, and PS4. I don't remember if it's on PS3. Um, but but it's definitely not on PC. Definitely not, which is weird, and I'll get to why it's weird in a second. But um, yeah, so so that's that. That that was, and then and I got that. So I got that beta key, and I I logged uh, signed up for it and. Um, yeah, played it played it for a couple hours or whatever. It's um so the the premise is there is this um thing called the traveler that looks like a big space egg kind of thing. Um but like a reptile egg, not a chicken egg. Uh so it's spherical. So it's a ping pong ball. Yeah. Um so giant ping pong ball comes to earth um comes to earth and brings with it like technology and prosperity right but and, but on the heels of it coming here it has brought with it the darkness stupid darkness yeah right so uh so, so it's the the generic evil is called the darkness okay and then the traveler came and he brought like good things. And so it helped us like advance our technology and, um, inhabit other worlds like Mars and Venus and, uh, everything was great, but then the darkness followed closely behind. And so now the majority of humanity is wiped out and everything is in disarray and destroyed. And the, there is only one city left in existence on Earth, and it is right below the Traveler. Um, and what it has done is it has created these flying robots called ghosts, and they um, resurrect you or something? Um, Whatever, it's, it's the excuse for the, to explain Respawn? Is that... Yes, okay. it's the... It's, yeah, and that's what happens to you at the beginning of when they introduce you to the game, you this thing has selected you and, and has respawned you into the world. And um, you uh, are then considered a guardian of the Traveler and then are asked to do um, missions and stuff. Okay, so this douche comes to Earth mm -hmm. and brings like the basic, basically the genocide of humanity... And now he's yeah. bringing your zombie back to life and making you take care of his shit. Mm -hmm. So my theory, because they don't really get into the plot much, is that this is basically the plot of Oblivion. Did you watch that movie? Uh, yes. Yes, you watched it? I'm pretty sure. That was the Tom Cruise? 
That was the Tom Cruise sci-fi movie recent, somewhat okay, recently. And that one also had like ping pong balls in it. Like it looked mm. like he, it looked like all of his equipment was made by Apple, like his spaceship yeah. and everything. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It was and Morgan like a, Morgan Freeman was was in it, and he was the leader of the crude, like not Tom Cruise. Um, yeah, I can't. I don't know if you're spoil, if you're doing spoilers right now. There, because all right, so I'm pretty I, sure they totally showed Morgan Freeman. No, they definitely the showed Morgan previews. Freeman in the trailers. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. It's like a completely predictable situation. You'll figure it out in like five minutes of watching anyway. So whatever. Yeah. Um, so now I'm going to spoil that movie and talk about what I think the game is, which is basically the plot of that movie, where the traveler has come, and. I feel like so. There's these. There's so every time you say that phrase, I'm going to think Ghostbusters. <laughs> and he's actually a giant flying marshmallow man. But go on. Uh, I wish that would have been a much better game. Um, if we, yeah. Anyway, uh, so my theory is that the traveler is there, and it actually has. So there's these other these these. Uh, so there's three races you can play as in the game as your player characters. There's humans. There's some kind of freaky blue alien, like there is, and then robot. Uh, and you can pick male and female of either of these, even robot. And uh, well, so fembot. Yep. Right. Uh, and uh, and for some reason, these are the three races that you can you can be. I don't know if there's going to be more in the full version. I'm guessing not. But uh, why did robots have genders? Why did robots have genders? Do they also they also completely like humanoid looking robots? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Like it's the same. Uh, I would imagine it's the same like rig, uh, like animation rig for all three races so you can't and have genders. Like, treads for legs and a helicopter head. You can't have anything cool. Um, you can kind of have like a weird skull kind of face. That's a robot. You can change the light colors for your eyes and mouth lights. Um, you can have like fins and other attachments and things. Are there flying things in this game? How do you mean? Like, are there? Is there any kind of enemy or anything in the game that flies around? Yes. Are they robots? Yes. Why can't you be that if you're a robot? <sighs> so you can play as these three <laughs> things, and. Um, and then uh, the enemy types, there seems to be like two factions for enemies. There is the Fallen, which are these, um, they look kind of like six-armed, like kind of skeleton apes. I don't know exactly how to put it, but yeah, they, I don't know if they're, they are kind of like monkey looking, uh, but they, they're bipeds and they kind of move around and, and shoot you. Uh, and are they then, part of the darkness? Uh, they faction? don't really explain them. It's just like... Like Planet of the Apes kind of situation. I assume they're like from the darkness, right? Okay. You have they they don't really give you much to go on for the plot. Uh, there are story missions that you can do, but they don't go into backstory. They just kind of like keep you going from whatever point you're starting. Um, and then there's the hive, and the hive. Do you remember the collectors from Mass Effect? Uh, those were like the things the, that were. The converted Promethean, like Promethean gas mask people. Yeah, so they have like weird mushroom bug heads. Mm -hmm. The hive of the mushroom bug head guys from Mass Effect. They, that's what they look like. But they also and those guys move around basically the same as the the fallen. 
So my theory is that these guys are like have been like cockroach infesting the traveler. Like so they're just like like uh like cockroaches or ants or something or termites in the traveler. They they've been like hitching a ride around space on this thing and and it's just like going place to place and it comes to humanity like on earth. And it's just like, look, I'll give you all this great stuff. Just kill these things for me. They're on top of me. And so we're like a tick bird and he's the hippopotamus. Yeah. And so, uh, what I think has happened is that either the traveler destroyed all humans that wouldn't help it or the cockroaches in an effort to defend their parasitic relationship with the traveler have killed all humans and the reason you're helping the traveler is because um, there's this um, this myth that is a lie that they had brought prosperity when all around you is just is just wreckage. Like the only environments you see are destroyed husks of Earth that was, and the tower that you're in is the only city left alive and i think it's because i think that's intentional to the traveler's wishes that it has this like and that's why it resurrects people is because like well i need a new i need a new monkey to dance for me so i'm going to resurrect this thing with this robot that i've made and i'm going to have it try to like clean out my stupid you know like infestation that i've got i've got a serious case of tapeworm and i need to get this out and my only cure is maybe these humans can kill them for me if I give them enough guns, you know. That's my thought about the story. And this fake myth has been created that he was actually helping people? Yeah, because, like, you have to... Like, there's a guy who's in there called the Speaker, and he's supposed to be, like, the representative for the Traveler. My guess is this is the guy that, like, rotates out and keeps up this mythology for the Speaker, for for the Traveler. And he's just a total liar. Yeah, so there's this like weird cultish religion based around this floating ball that, for all I know, is has basically ensa- enslaved the races of Earth to its for its own benefits, Inclu- including the gender specific robots, including the gender specific robots. Yeah, and the blue alien is that? No idea. You didn't play as a blue alien. I didn't play as a blue alien. Oh, okay. No, because so it's a first person shooter, right? Because that's what Bungie makes. And and yet it's supposed to be somewhat MMO-like. So you've got the option of three classes. And the classes are Titan, Hunter, and Warlock. Um, I the so in a typical MMO you have roles, right? You have like I'm a tank. That means I can take a lot of damage. I don't necessarily deal a lot of it but I can absorb a lot and cause aggro on me, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I can make enemies want to hit me because I can take all the damage. So he's like an obnoxious fat guy. Yeah. Okay. Then there's, you know, the the healers, and they kind of hang back, and they make sure that everybody still has health. And then there's, like, some other other classes that are more fragile than the tank, but they do a lot more damage. And then there's, there's, like, the 75 other classes that it's really hard to get into a group if you're one of them because you're not a healer or a tank. Yeah. Um, in this game, you would think that the Titan is the tank in that the hunter is the thing that does a lot of damage or something. And that the warlock is maybe also the thing that does a lot of damage because nobody heals. 
Also, um, from what I've seen, everybody plays the same. Um, because there's not a lot of things distinguishing each class. Um, the difference become the difference is um, the only difference I could find was their super. So that's another thing. Is each like like uh, it's kind of like Borderlands in that each class has like an action ability kind of thing, and they call this a super. And um, depending on which class you are, it's more or less just a hyper version of an existing thing that you've got. So uh, let me explain that. Yes, I don't know what things so, I've got. Okay, so the things you can do in this game are shoot things with guns, jump, and throw a grenade, or punch things in the face, right? And you have to earn the grenade. Like, you have to level up to, like, level four or something to get to, to get your grenade. And it's not a consumable... It's a cooldown ability, right? You also, at level five, you unlock a double jump. And each character's double jump is a little bit different, I think. Like, the Warlock's double jump is like a jetpack. The Hunter's double jump is like a traditional double jump. And then the Titan's double jump is like a jetpack. And... <laughs> a more different jetpack? Yeah. Okay. And then the grenade stuff is like the Warlock has a grenade. And it's purple, and it, like, sticks in a place and makes a bubble and does damage over time. The hunter's grenade um, explodes, and it does damage over time. Um, and then the titan's grenade explodes, but I don't think it does damage over time. So it just does more damage? Or something. Maybe. 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 Uh, and, like, the, the warlock's grenade sticks to the ground, the hunter's grenade bounces... So it's like, okay, so we all have a grenade, we all have a double jump, we all shoot the same guns, like we don't have like weapon restrictions, we just all use the same guns. We all use the same more or less equipment, because it, any equipment you can find, it seems like both or all three classes can wear the same equipment. Uh, and, um, and so then it's like, okay, so what makes this different? And it seems to be this super. The Warlock's super is... A different kind of grenade. So like my initial grenade, I huck it, it makes a bubble, does damage over time. My super grenade, I jump into the air and kind of volleyball spike a grenade in a direction and it just does a big explosion. And depending on who you target, it does more or less damage. Like it seems to wipe out like regular people pretty well, but like if you hit a boss with it, it does like next to no damage. And I'm like, well, that's fantastic. Um, if you're the hunter, you have, they call it the golden gun. I don't think that's specifically a James Bond reference because it doesn't kill things like really fast, uh, but it is golden, I guess. And it's kind of like, you have like a certain amount of time where you can shoot this thing. Uh, I don't think, I don't know that it's, I don't know if it's ammo based or time based because I wasn't playing as the hunter. Um, and then if you're the Titan, your special is, um, you kind of like ground pound and I'm, I think it's an AOE, but it might be a melee anyway. So basically the things are just super versions of things you can already do, you know, so like a super grenade, a super gun, a super punch in the face. And so that's that.
So I don't know, like, yeah, yeah. Like, it doesn't really change your play style any because at the end of the day, you're just shooting things in the head and then every five minutes or so, whenever your thing charges back up, you can do that thing. And then you're throwing grenades in the meantime or punching people in the face. And punching people in the face, super effective. Like, especially if you punch them in the back of the head, like, it's way more effective than shooting them. But uh, there's not a class that's, like, stealthy and can just sneak up and... Stealth doesn't exist. Stealth doesn't exist in this game. The most you can do is, like, snipe from long range. Yeah. But if you shoot them from that long range and there's a group of them, then everybody's going to look at you and start sh- shooting in your direction. Um, yeah. There's very little, like, variance in the weapons that you can get. Like, there's, like, five different kinds of weapons. And then... Like, for primary weapons, so there's, like, pistols, um, different kinds of assault rifles, um, and then there's special weapons. So, this honestly sounds like, if you took some of these specific nouns out of this, it sounds like Call of Duty. Yeah. Like, when you level up, you unlock this more other weapon, and when you level up more, you unlock this other super move, which... Yeah, that's kind of what it sounds like. But. Yeah. So, is there like any kind of questing? Like, yeah, is that interesting? No. Um, questing is essentially like you can do story quests, and they're so they they had one map um, for the beta until like the last two days, and then they unlocked a different map for an hour. But so they have one map for the beta. That's that's campaign like single single or co-op. Uh, and it's this old Russia map. And so there's like six different missions you can go on that are story-related missions. And they just drop you into the same spot and you have to like run to these different locations. And that's when you go into like an instanced dungeon scenario, right? And um, so, yeah. Uh, and it's more or less just run to this place and kill everybody that's in there. And some of them will be like, okay, so, you know, I, I'm hacking this thing, so protect me while I hack this thing, and we're going to throw, like, four or five waves of enemies at you that get increasingly harder. Or um, go to this place and kill this big tough guy. You know, that's another thing. Um and the only thing that really makes him difficult is that he takes a really long time to kill. So uh, it's not particularly hard to, like, dodge his attacks or anything. It's just you're shooting him for forever, and you have to kill, like, the ads, like, the additional enemies that spawn so that you can get more <laughs> ammo. Okay, it's like when you said the ads, I just imagined a bunch of pop-up ones. <laughs> yeah. No, like it's like the more I talk about it, like the less interesting it sounds to me, which, which is kind of weird because I like for a while I was playing it, I was kind of you know entertaining. Like I was you know playing it with my friend, and like we were having an all right time, just kind of like doing some of the stuff, like running around on our uh, like speeder bikes. They have speeder bikes that you can get, and they're like Star Wars, uh, like Return of the Jedi speeder bikes. Well, that so, sounds fun. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of neat. Um, you can't really do much on them, and they don't shoot, but um, you can kind of fly around on them. But the maps are really small, 
so it's not like you can go really anywhere that interesting. But yeah, I think the like the class stuff and then like weapons. Like I got a level like I had a like I had a pistol at level one, right? And then I got a level a pistol at level eight. And the difference between them was damage numbers. That's it. Like they have you can get like rarer drops or whatever because they do the same kind of color coding that other games do where it's like um, green, blue, uh, purple. purple. Yeah. And so uh, the green... Why did that happen? Why did purple become... Like, why is it like a green... Why did that become like the green, blue, purple, and gold? Why did that become the things? Just because of World of Warcraft? Because... Probably. I don't understand how... Didn't Diablo do it first, though? Well, they had green... Uh, they had blue. I can't remember. I think. Blue but didn't was they magic. have like well, yellow or color, gold for uniques? It was for like sets. Like gold was unique, green was sets, blue was magic, and yellow oh. was like rare magic. Okay. Well, yeah, it's probably World of Warcraft then that defined when they when they define like color, color defined quality or rarity. Um, but yeah, so, you know, a green weapon will have, uh, an upgrade on it that like, is like, okay, you know, you can, if you use this weapon enough, you'll get enough XP in it that, um, you can purchase this upgrade for in-game currency and that will make the reloads faster or something. And then I was looking at the level 20 purple stuff and, uh, it was th- those things had stuff like like one out of ten had something cool like explosive rounds, you know, but everything else about the weapons was just like, geez, you know, if I get a shotgun, this is going to be a shotgun for like up until level 20. You know, I'm going to have to spend like a month playing this game before I get a shotgun that does anything interesting. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just going to like play the same for a very long time. And I don't know how long they're going to keep people interested in that game because I kind of lost interest after less than a week. After like eight hours I played that game, I was kind of like, all right, I feel like I've kind of done what I need to do in this game. (laughs) You know? Like all the environments are really dull. Like they look... The art's pretty in that like it's really well made. It's well crafted. The environment itself though... That's real dull because it's just kind of post-apocalypse mess, and and you keep like I kept going to the same map because that's the only thing that was unlocked. So I kept walking the same path and seeing the same cave and seeing the same you know dilapidated room and pile of car and stuff. And it's like this is you gotta you gotta you gotta, you gotta give me more than this. And yeah. if it's gonna be an MMO, like you gotta. I don't know. Well, and I don't know. I honestly like I don't get the whole like I don't know. I, I I don't I'm not a fan of like the whole like end game content concept. Like I, I could, think that's garbage too. I couldn't understand that like okay, so you've reached like like I don't understand how people could do that crap in WoW. Like you've reached max character level and you've played through all of the like main quests. And now you're just going to, like, 
run through these like same like six dungeons over and over again to get this one item that makes you like slightly better like yeah who fucking gives a shit at that point and why like focus making all the con like i guess for me it's like why make all the content for that like then like because then the game becomes fuck fuck anybody who's not high level at that like and maybe it's i guess it's well, and- the economy of how MMOs have to work but i hate that because it's like fuck anybody who's starting over the game is totally not about the journey. It's all about the destination. And if you're not max level, then fuck you. You're not going to have a good time. Yeah, and I think that's <clears throat> that's my thought as well. And I and I talk to people who play who or who still play WoW, and uh, you know they're like, man, you know the problem with these MMOs is that they didn't they didn't these new MMOs is that they didn't have anything for like the people who hit max level in two weeks. And I'm like. Why is that the thing to get to? You know, like I understand trying to keep people playing the game after they've played through all of the stuff that exists, but I, yeah, I cannot wrap my head around the concept of in-game, in-game content. Um, and it might be because I don't, I don't care enough about MMO like uh, progression. Like I hate playing MMOs past level 20 anyway uh that i don't understand like the just the numbers game that is end game content where you try to figure out you know the spreadsheet for like how much damage you need to do to this thing and like what your team makeup needs to be and like you know what you need to do during certain attacks and that kind of stuff like that kind of stuff just bores me yeah thinking about it well so this is the thing like so i have actually this is amazing because I didn't think I ever do anything. I've actually got like my Elder Scrolls Online character. I played through like the the I had completed the main story and I got past level fifty, which is like theoretically max level, even though they do this like weird ranking, like veteran rank bullshit after you reach max level. So there's really like twelve more levels after level fifty. But I actually got to level fifty, beat like the main story. It's the first time I've ever done anything like that in MMO. But then, because there's, like, three different alliances, you get this, like, reset where you can go... Now you can go play as another alliance and play through all the story quests there, which is kind of cool. Is it, like, a new game plus? Like, do you keep all your stuff? Yeah, you keep all your stuff, and it's... The monsters and stuff in that new zone are, like, leveled to be... They're basically, like... They basically just tack on fifty levels to all the monsters. Okay, that's that's so, actually pretty cool. So you get to play through another a whole totally new storyline again, and I I'd like I guess that's if you play through both of the other two storylines all the way through. I guess eventually you do all that crap and you'll get to you know veteran rank twelve, which is like the current max level that the game has. Yeah. But again, that was that's like me still playing content for the game. Yeah, you're not running the same. And raid boss over and over. Yeah, again. if it gets to the if I get to the point where, where I'm I'm out of like things like new quests and things to do in the game, and I've experienced all of that, I'm probably going to quit playing because I don't care about the PvP, which is probably the most replayable part because that that's totally different every time you play because mm-hmm. it's based on what other players do, and I don't care about that. And, yeah, I'm sure as hell not going to, to like, spend my time just running around, like, fighting this same guy over and over again to hope that he 
drops some item I went. And honestly, like, Elder Scrolls Online doesn't really even play like that as far as I can tell. Most of the stuff, you just get the crafting ability to make it and you make it. You know, there's not a whole lot of, like, as far as I know, there's not a whole lot of this, like, rare item that the only way you can get an item that does this type of thing is to go find someone that drops it. I am not aware of that at this point. Yeah. So. What, do they do any, like, um, like the normal Elder Scrolls games have the concept of uh, the, the Daedric artifacts? Do they have those? Not, I don't think so. Not that I've seen. Hmm. Um, I mean, I guess it doesn't really make any sense because then you could have seven people with the Mace of Molag Ball or something. Right, and that's just weird. Yeah. Um, Unless you, there was only one and you had to kill the person who had it. Yeah, I don't know. All, all I can tell right now, like, the only place where I see direct reference to those names is, like, they're the names of, like, some of the different battle arenas in the PvP zone. So, like, you can... Like, I am I went to a PvP zone just to see what the heck was that, that was about, and it was the the one that I went to was called Wabajack or something like that, right? And oh. So I'm not really sure what that means. I'm not sure if there's, like, actually a Wabajack in the world or what. Because, honestly, I, I ran around in the PvP zone for, like, an hour and a half and didn't even see another player because there are... I guess there's some, like, battle fronts that I didn't get to because I was just exploring and chopping down trees and picking flowers. <laughs> For your crafting. Well, obviously. Yeah. Yes. And there are some quests. So that's the thing that's probably going to frustrate the hell out of me is there are some quests that you can do for characters that has nothing to do with the actual PvP fighting that you can go around and do in certain spots. In the Like, there's, there's NPCs in the PvP zone that you can meet and do quests for oh okay but but now it's like try to do these quests while there's well, some dick who's 12 levels ahead of uh, above you like killing your ass well now that you're level 50 well except again like i said there's like those 12 other levels oh, yeah. above you. yeah so. so you've got to get to max level so that you can just be like have some chance of fighting off like the other assholes that are running around <laughs> screw off me. and like it's I'm, like i really just want to take this bread loaf to this guy just leave me alone so i can <laughs> click on him yes although i did sneak up and stab someone in the back who was doing the same thing and that was kind of satisfying somebody else who was delivering the bread loaf and you're yes like, i totally suck it <laughs> i i totally snuck up and murdered someone that was probably doing a quest oh wow what he was there and i could do <laughs> why not you're part of the problem. He probably would have killed me if he'd seen me, so that's... Yeah. I had to do it. Yeah. <sighs> so, yeah, that's Destiny. At least what I saw of it. Um, needless to say, my friend canceled his pre-order. So... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Did not uh, did not decide it was worth. Now, did it have a monthly fee or anything, or was it free no. when you bought it? Yeah, well, yeah. You just pay the one time fee, the one sixty dollars or whatever, and then you mm -hmm. you play you play it as you might. But uh, but I, he was like, yeah, this this is not a sixty dollar game. This is like if it comes down, and I'm with them. I'm like, yeah, if that thing if that thing gets released on PC, and that's another thing. I I was gonna get to that, the interface. Most of the UI in this game 
is um, a cursor controlled by your left analog stick. That is hideous. Yeah. And it's not on PC. And it's not on PC. But you have to point and click on everything that you do. So it's a mouse-based interface sans mouse. That make, that is insane. And it's a shooter. And it's a first-person shooter. And it's not being released on PC yet. Yeah. If the thing gets released on PC and it comes down to like 20 bucks, I'll be like, yeah, sure, I'll play that. I'll pay, I'll play that, pay that much money so I can like increase the resolution and change the field of view and have a mouse and not have to settle for freaking auto aim uh, and not have to pay for PlayStation Plus to play multiplayer with my friends. Yeah, then I might play that. But as it stands, like, no, I'm not going to order that game. I don't want to pay $60 plus, you know, 15 bucks a month or whatever it is to do PlayStation Plus. I guess right. it's 60 bucks a year. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm not a fan of that stuff. I like I have no uh, none of those game services. Yeah. It's funny because a lot of people who already pay for them are like totally behind them. They're like, yeah, man, like, why would you not want to buy Xbox Live Gold? I'm like, because I can play multiplayer games for free on the PC. Like, that's why I don't buy. And I also don't own an Xbox. Or I can just have someone come to my house and play a multiplayer game with them for free. Yeah. And, or, you know, now people are like, well, yeah, you know, PlayStation Plus is a great deal. You get all these free games every once in a while that they give you. Yeah, I will say that PlayStation Plus did a much better job of, like, selling its potential in that it did stuff like that. But that was, I think part of that, too, was also to make up for the, like, serious, serious fucking overdead of customers, like, back on the PS3 when, like, everybody lost credit card number got stolen and all that kind of yeah i mean that was a big mess but um they 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 definitely had to pick it up to and and yeah i mean with ps3 there was essentially no good reason to get playstation plus because i think most of the games then you you could play multiplayer without well yeah like the yeah all of the multiplayer stuff on there was free right now, people would complain about it because they're like, well, you know, the matchmaking isn't as good as Xbox Live, which never bothered me because I never played anything with matchmaking. Right. It's, I so, mean, that's, that's... For the people who, you know, that matters, sure, okay, I guess you got me. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't, have, a, I don't have a valid, you know, experience right. to uh, compare that to. Right. There's, there are zero games that I would play that I have to worry about that stuff because i'm never going to play Halo. i don't play any call of duties i don't play any yeah any, any of those shooters or street fighter or anything else where you're yeah. trying to go multiplayer and play like yeah people. and i don't want to play a game where i get matched i don't want to play a game where i get matched up with some rando off the internet right you know i i don't want that which happened to me in destiny yeah, i don't i don't need like a 13 year old like spewing out you know, stupid, stupid ass bullshit insults and only knows fag is like his go-to insult. And I'd have to deal with that shit on the internet. No thanks. Yeah. Like the people I want to play multiplayer with like that. That's why I said all my stuff to like invite only or, you know, I only want to play with the people I already know. Uh, That's how I play multiplayer games. So yeah, the whole idea of matchmaking. But anyway, yeah, yeah. So 
yeah, I don't want to play for PlayStation Plus to play multiplayer. And I don't care about the games that they release because they're tied to PlayStation Plus. I would much rather have a disc. Mm-hmm. I guess for consoles, yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of weird about that. I would much rather have a disc that I know will play in that system because that system has a time limit on it. Unlike my PC, like that the time limit on a PC game is basically like when it stops being supported by windows at this point. But right. But then you have to save all your old computers that have like windows 95 on them. Well, and then you can just go to good old games and they'll just make some kind of conversion process to run that game now, you know? Yeah. I understand what you're saying. Like if, if you go get this PlayStation plus plus game, that's like a PS3 game, and then they're like, "Well, we don't care about PS3 anymore." So now, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like you know, Steam. There's the concern that like, okay, some t- at some point in the future, is Steam not going to be a thing anymore? Probably. You know, that's going to go down. You know, I don't know when, but in the future, it's probably going to stop being a service, um, or it'll, or, or it'll you know merge into some other kind of service, and it and the the stuff we have now will be you know, unsupported or something like that's a future that I, that I get. But I also understand that if I purchase something on an online console service, that's much more likely to get the ax. Like, you know, at some point Sony is going to be like, I don't, we don't want to support, you know, PlayStation three digital downloads, uh, anymore. So, We're stopping that. Like, you can't download that anymore. Even though it's in your, like, PlayStation Network game library, it's it's dead now. Or now you have to pay for the version that works on the PlayStation 4 or whatever the next PlayStation is. Right. And it's, and, yeah, it's and, kind of like that planned obsolescence sort of thing. It's not nearly as bad as, like, an iPhone where... And maybe that's why... That, that may be part of why people like me, like, I would... Can't, like... People can't bring themselves to pay more than a dollar for an iPhone app or something because you know that in like a year there's going to be a new iPhone and half the apps that you have are going to be broken and not even work anymore. Yeah. So yeah, I I don't want to buy a bunch of whole games on this PlayStation Network and have like a big library of stuff that I'm used to being having access to and then. Five years later, it's like, oh, wait, you know, here's here's this new console, and so we're not, you know, and, and now we're now we're canceling support for that backlog that you'd built up. Yeah. Even though it was technically we're, all quote-unquote free because you had subscribed to our Plus service. So, yeah, you know. I mean, and that's why, like, we're kind of, uh, but, it, but there's a lot of stuff that you, that people are paying, like, $60.00 for to get digitally now and like we're yeah and that's ridiculous we're kind of but we're in this like weird we're, we're kind of in this like sort of hopeful like pessimistic optimistic sort of mo- like moment in time with that stuff right now because currently there hasn't been any like major provider of that stuff yet that has just completely gone away where i mean there there's maybe a couple of things like Again, it's it's things like games and stuff, like game servers and things that have gone away that people invested lots of time in. But there's not, as far as I know, there's not specifically something like 
say, if iTunes were to just go out of business, the people that have spent like $5,000 on movies and, and music and stuff, and now they can't use any of it anymore. Like, we haven't had any like major like DRM, your shit's busted and you can never use it again crisis yet. And it'll be interesting to see like when something like that happens, kind of what, what the fallout is of that kind of stuff. Hmm. Yeah. Like, and, and uh, just imagine, like, the, the fallout that would happen if it was, like, a major player like Steam and Valve or Apple, you know, or Amazon. Oh, yeah. Like, if Apple somehow falters and all of the stuff that people have paid for on iTunes becomes inaccessible. Yeah. Like, just all of a sudden, like, people's, like, entire music libraries and video libraries are just gone. Yeah. Like, what, I just imagine, like, what kind of, like. Yeah, and it's like, what kind of recourse do you have? Because None, because you click like, yes on that stupid button, right? which yeah, apparently the, is a legally binding contract by clicking yes on a phone. Yeah, like, their end-user license agreement is probably, like, somewhere in there, no doubt, is, uh, we can pull the plug on this. Yeah. You don't actually own anything, you just gave us money, and... Uh, when we pull the plug, like, well, suck it. And I still, I don't understand, like, how in the hell are we in a world where apparently you can click yes on a button and be in, like, a legally binding contract, but we can't fucking vote from our phones? Like, what kind of bullshit is that? Yeah, well, what the weird thing is, is, uh, like, that, the way that, end-user license thing is like so if you go and you purchase a piece of software um like a like a piece of computer software you know be it a game or um some kind of actual like utility product you have no way to read the end-user license agreement before you purchase it so you've already more or less agreed to it by because you purchased it and you know because um it's like you and then you can't return it right. like no store accepts returns for pc games uh well and then if you buy it online like how do you return that oh yeah yeah there are just stories people have about trying to return stuff um like like even steam customer service apparently is horrid for trying to do a, a return on a digital purchase. Um, yeah. Because it's it's like, you know, on their end, it's it's you can just kind of flip a switch, metaphorically. But, uh, yeah, the rigmarole you have to go through to actually get that to happen and get a return, like, a, to your account, it's ridiculous. So... Make sure you really know what you want before you buy something. Yeah, it seems like they could, like, on digital downloads and stuff, like, they're just to have you confirm the license agreement before you get to the next the step of actually getting the game. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that kind of stuff happens, like, I mean, like with apps, you know, you, you'll try to, like, run an app and it's like, oh, by the way, this app is going to track your text messaging and it's also going to send us all of your phone numbers and 
all sort of crazy crap. Oh, yeah. But you've already paid for it and, and downloaded it, so... Well, see, Android is different. Uh, on Android, it'll tell you all of the permissions that it's requesting uh, when you click uh, install from the store. Uh, or, you know, before you purchase it, it's like, here's the list, here's the laundry list of things this thing's access to. And some of them make sense, like some, and some of them sound really bad, like, like when it says it wants access to your text messaging or when it says it wants access to, you know, your phone, your address book and that kind of stuff. Like, that sounds really bad. Um, but, like, whenever I install the Hangouts, the Google you know, um, instant messaging service, it said it needed access to those things. And that's because it uses those things as contact lists and... You can also text message through that app, so it's like, yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. But and it's like, but it, theoretically, they could be tracking all your text messages. Oh yeah, 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 and they probably are. <laughs> and they're sitting there with some ping pong ball in space, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Well, at least the NSA. Yeah. So all of my text messages about. Potential bomb threats and, <laughs> you know, where I can get a hold of that airplane simulator, you know, those things, those things are getting tracked. Yeah, but I mean, I, I think really if you want to be <coughs> protected from that stuff, it's best to just not use any technology at all. To just be a mountain man? Yeah, like just eat bears or whatever it is. Yeah, you but you're, I mean, even though you think you're off the grid, I mean, there's still satellite images. Well, then you have to live in a cave. Yeah. You have to live in a cave. You have to be a trapper who traps things at night. And, uh... Or yeah. just some kind of, like, golem monster, and you'll, you'll be fine. Do you mean golem monster in that you don't have to eat anymore? Or you're well, or just, just made you, of stone, you... so they think you... No, like, like, like the creature golem in like, oh. the Lord of the Rings, and you just like feed on whatever like falls in the bottom. Oh, okay, the like yeah, okay, Smeagol golem, yes. not not uh, Jewish mythical golem. Right, got it, got it. That that is the second conversation about the pronunciation of golem that I've heard today, because we were <laughs> somebody at work was talking about. Gollum, and then she was like, "No, I mean, I mean golem, G golem, like the the stone golem, not a mm -hmm. not golem, like <laughs> I mean, like not that golem, you know, it's not it's precious. Kind of, it's a homonym, sort of. Yeah, a homophone. Is that it? When it sounds the same, it says a homophone, right? I thought it was a homonym. I thought a homonym was um, homonym is things that sound the same. Is it? Yes. Because there was that fake TV show on 30 Rock called Homonym where they would say stare and you're like, to look at somebody with a guy, he's like, no, it's not that one. It was called Homonym. It was, uh, okay. Okay. And which one's the one that's, it's spelled the same, but it has different meanings? That's probably homophone. That doesn't make any sense. Because I would feel like phone is like phonetics, like it sounds like 
or phone, you know, like the same root word. I don't know. Go take it up with the dictionary. <laughs> I don't want to have a conversation with a dictionary. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how you pick it back up. <laughs> well, we need to just get milkshakes. Yes, <clears throat> milkshakes. Everyone, we should have a segment of the show that's like shake break. Shake break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just go get delicious milkshakes. Mm-hmm. Let's say the shake break. So, whenever we like, if we ever do get like a guest or something, we can go take them for milkshakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can see that. That'll be like our well, bribe. Yeah, and while we bring them back here to eat the milkshakes, and then we, you know, we just talk about the milkshakes. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite part of the talk so far. Yeah, I for one am enjoying my salted caramel milkshake. Mm-hmm. We could get a sponsor, like, and we get their shakes and we just talk about them. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> But I don't want to talk about who we got these shakes from because they didn't pay us anything. No, we paid them. We had to pay for these shakes. What the hell? Yeah. <clears throat> We're not like a shake review show. No. So if you want delicious milkshakes, <laughs> you can figure it out. I have to solve that mystery. Here, I'll let you hear the milkshake. For the listener, he's holding the milkshake to the microphone. <clears throat> you can identify milkshake by sound and know what we're eating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh. Seriously, you just got an ice cream headache? Yes. Nice. <clears throat> well, I got too excited about the milkshake. <coughs> I wanted to... I just want to eat it. I don't know why they bother giving me a spoon with these things. I mean, not a spoon, a straw. It's like, no way I'm sucking this thing through a straw. Well, that would make you less popular. <laughs> I don't get it. Response. Don't worry. We'll figure it out later. And it's like, <laughs> Maybe you can tell me when I'm older. Yeah. Dictionaries. You told me to... that's what it was. Talking about synonyms and hom- homonyms. 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 Man, yeah. That is one thing. It is hard to pick back up after shake break. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, somewhere along the line, we were on the tangent talking about digital content and yeah, that sort of and, stuff. Well, because we were talking about like PlayStation Plus and... The downfall of Steam and how that would affect you're afraid, people. like uh, there's on iTunes and, and yes, this this 
fear that eventually, like the the thousands of dollars you spend on media, will be yeah completely worthless. That the digital infrastructure that currently exists will crum- crumble around us, <clears throat> and we'll be thankful that we had DVDs. Right, right. It's like, and of, of course, content creators and sellers want us to get off of the owning hard copies of things and. Yeah, I'm really weird about that. I've got a few games that I don't like, and they're still on my shelf. And part of it's because I want to have them on my shelf. I don't know. I'm really weird. <laughs> Although I do have your copy of Final Fantasy XIII now. Because I don't want people to know that I bought that. <laughs> that's a stupid game. Well, now I have it, and if someone sees it, I can just say, It was a gift! <laughs> I still haven't even opened the box, by the way. I wish. See, there was a weird thing on Amazon where they offered to buy that back for me, from me, for more money than I paid for it. They were going to pay me $20 if I shipped it to them. And I turned it down for no reason. Probably because I wasn't done playing it. And I thought, surely this game was going to get better. That's how bad you are with hoarding. Is a game yeah. that you didn't even like. You could have gotten more money than you paid for it. I paid $15 for it. They were going to give me 20 and I'm like, I could make five bucks on this, but I don't want to go through the hassle of shipping it back. <sighs> wow. I mean, now I totally would, because now I know just how freaking easy it is to ship stuff back to Amazon. <laughs> that was the thing holding you back, was laziness of mailing it? Oh, yeah. Laziness holds me back from a lot of things. Well, that's probably true of most people. Yeah. <laughs> But at the same time, it was only 20 bucks, so that's kind of like, uh... Yeah, I mean, I probably would have spent, you know, half that on the gas to, like, get to the UPS shipping thing or whatever. Well, yeah, the truck that you drive. Mm-hmm. Carbon footprint. <laughs> Shut up. I only say that because I know you hate the word. Did we talk about carbon footprint the last time? I'm sure I've mentioned it before. Because it's just a fun phrase. It no. It sound like a douche. If you yeah, it does. Talk about it. Yeah. I'd be more behind environmentalism if they didn't sound so pretentious about it. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, I think that's that's probably a lot of why a lot of people are against environmentalism. (laughs) It's just it's like it's like uh, I you know I really should care, but just. You're coming off as just this douche, this this king, self-righteous, douchey king of douche. Yeah. And I just can't... No, I just... I have to just go bludgeon a seal, a baby seal now, because... <laughs> you're making me do this! <laughs> you're, just, you're just so horrible of a person. You're so obnoxious to just even be around. That No, I, I have to go... I have to go get a car that I, I have to burn live puppies to fuel this engine, because... Because I just can't stand you so much in your in your like greater you know holier than thou hybrid vehicle. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how and that's how people are. I gotta go get this polar bear, pack him inside of of styrofoam, and then set that on fire. Yes. Yeah. See, that's why why I'm glad they found, like, Bill Nye as, like, their front man, because everybody likes that guy. 
He taught a whole generation of children science. Right, except that those people aren't the ones that are in Congress yet. Because Congress won't die. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid zombie Congress. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> They're a bunch of walking corpses. I mean, you watch C-SPAN and it's just like a sea of gray and withering. Like... <laughs> And they're the ones, and they're the, they're the ones making decisions about like the internet. And it's just like, geez, man. Huh. Yeah, I mean, if you still have an AOL email address and you're the one that's like voting on net neutrality, I can understand why we're in such a screwed up situation right now. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. These phrases like dial it up. Comparing internet to a series of tubes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Like, I know, it's like, I can only imagine it's like your parents. Like, it's, I, it's, like, it's like our parents' knowledge of, of the internet, but, like, advance that 30 more years, and, like, that's the people who are in Congress right now. So, like, back, back when they were children, like, you didn't even have to dial a phone, you know? <laughs> yeah, you just, you just call up Ma Bell and say, uh, give me station 5, 38061. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. Like, you, people rush into, the, rush into the booth, and they click down on the thing, and they're like, operator, operator, put me through to the newspaper. I got a scoop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, that's, Yeah. I'm so full of shake. <clears throat> yes. There's just not a good size. There's like not a good shake. I don't know what the good shake size is, but it needs to be something like less than what I just got, but more than like their next size down. Because the next size down is like the shake tees. And mm. boy, that sounds like that could actually be something. But <laughs> that sounds like a new dance that you need to, <laughs> to figure out. Yeah. Um,. It's like a gentleman's milkshake, but, um, yeah, uh, it's just like, here's what a shake tastes like, but you're not actually going to be like satisfied after you're done eating it. As opposed to here's the next size up, which you will love this, but then like there's about eight more bites that you're just kind of like, whoa, you're going to get about halfway through and you're going to want to give up. Then you'll get a second wind and then... About two-thirds of the way through, you're going to want to die a little. <laughs> but you're going to finish it. you got to finish it. You're going to Because you don't want to waste it. You don't want to waste the shake. It tastes too good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's kind of a breaking point for me on shake. Like, there's a point in no return where I'm just like, I don't want any more. I don't want any more shake. <laughs> it goes from being... Delicious to just being hell. Mm. Now I'm in like ice cream hell. Mm, this is great shake. This is great shake. Uh, I don't really want more of this. God, I can't. I can't stomach anymore. And you're just I don't. sobbing. You're just sobbing. <laughs> like so, if you get the large, like the extra large shake, it's just it's oh just yeah. Death. Like just... there's one or two more sizes up from this. And yeah, that's that's got to be like a family sized bucket. That's like just your right. You know, like I, I assume family people who have families will like just buy that size and go dump it in their trough that they all eat from. And just here's oh. the shake for everyone. It's a horrifying image. 
pay children, we got y'all shakes. <laughs> I don't know what that then, was. <laughs> They're just dumping it. Yeah, there's just a trough. Yeah. And just all the children just like just dive in face and just eat it with their face. <laughs> God. It's just shake everywhere. It's just Every, a sloppy, everywhere. horrid mess of children. And there's still, but there's still like dinner because they didn't like really wipe it out. So dinner is still in there a little bit too. So, mm. you know, there's still like bits of corn and <laughs> and like little ham cubes. And no. <laughs> no. God. Ham cubes. Well, you gotta dice it up if you don't have any utensils. Yeah. I guess if you are in a, a trough feeding situation, <laughs> it's best to get small, like already cut up chunks. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know why they don't just kind of blend it into a slurry. Like, then it's, it seems like that oh, would yeah, be Yeah, they'd be a lot better. better. They, like, you don't, it's just whatever. It's just this, like, pink goo that's, like, just in there. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, I want to vomit now. Mmm, <laughs> shake. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Um, so yeah, it's digital content and net neutrality and... And, and that stuff. Now you, and you'll have to pay more to actually watch Netflix, even though you're already paying a monthly fee for Netflix, you're paying a monthly fee for internet. What? Oh, just this is the like my the theoretical doomsday of the end of net neutrality because oh. the six thousand year old men in Congress don't understand how important the internet is. Okay, I thought you were saying this was a, an actual thing. Oh no, I mean it's just the it's the it's the scenario that everyone is afraid is going to happen. Well, I thought the scenario was that you you pay a monthly fee for Netflix and the con the internet service providers decide. They want to charge a premium for Netflix, so they charge. They make Netflix traffic super slow, and then Netflix is like, "How do we make this not super slow, Verizon?" And Verizon's like, "Pay us more money," and so they then charge the customers more money because Verizon is charging them because they are the gatekeepers of the content. Right, but that doesn't mean that they can't also decide, "Hey, guess what? We're going to charge you thirty dollars a month for internet." But we're not going to let you use Netflix at all unless you pay us another $10 a month. On See, top of but, what you're already paying Netflix and us. I figure that could be um, bypassed through some sort of like proxy setup or something. Like, what I could, would see happening there is um, people setting up like offshore proxies or something and routing traffic through those to spoof like where their stuff's coming from so basically what you'd end up be doing is like um setting a proxy server on your on your uh devices and then just routing your traffic through that to watch netflix so and that sounds like so that'll be super fast so variety well i mean it could be it, and if it's faster than j like um like whatever verizon is is capping it out at then it's worth it right because even if it's slower than what you should be paying for, um, or what you should be getting for what you pay for, it's faster than what what Verizon is allowing. <laughs> and um, yeah, I don't know because it's not like you have a lot of options. You've got maybe Verizon, if that's even in your area. You've got. Whatever, whichever flavor of cable provider 
has been sanctioned to your district due to their like um, inter-company dealings so that they don't cannibalize the cable infrastructure. Uh, so that you, that's why you have like Time Warner in one location and Charter in another and time, uh, uh, Comcast in another. <clears throat> and uh, then AT&T. Like they'll never meet. Yeah, and then you've got AT&T like flaky DSL. And that's kind of it. Well, until Google Fiber comes out. Right. So if you live like in this fucking unicorn that everybody like keeps hoping for that I yeah. still don't know if it even really exists. So it's apparently in Kansas, right? And coming to Austin? I think it's coming to Austin. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it is apparently just the the best thing for the internet because Google Google's a weird situation. It's like a company that everybody um, uses. Everybody uses. Everybody kind of fears it because they're so monolithic, and they're just like. I have everything, I have a whole bunch of stuff tied up in this, you know, my Gmail account, um, you know, the other services like YouTube and that kind of business are all tied up in, so there's tons of information about a lot of people out there. And like a ton of phones. And a ton of phones. And uh, documents. But they haven't like really done anybody wrong yet. Yeah. And Somehow so it's kind of like you're just sort of waiting for them to to screw you. To, yeah, it's like when are they? When is the facade going to drop? And it's going to be like the mo- like some kind of monster the whole time. Yeah, you keep waiting for somebody to like rip their face off and have a Terminator face underneath. Yeah, and and you know the same with this Google Fiber. It's like everybody kind of jokes about like Google is going to take over the world. And for some people, it's kind of like, wouldn't that be nice? (laughs) (laughs) It's it's kind of (laughs) true. Because, you you know, you see how everybody wants to work for Google. (laughs) They get paid, like, really well. And all of the benefits of, like, working on their campuses, great. I haven't, you know, I know a couple of guys who work for Google, and they love it. Actually, I know a handful of guys who work for Google now. Nobody wants to leave there. It's great. You know, so like, all right, yeah. If they took over the world, is that bad? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's kind of like 1984, you know, the, the, the end of that, like, is it, and he's just kind of like, I guess Big Brother's all right. <laughs> I didn't read that book. So well, I, I think that's what he does. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Did you read the book? I did not read the book. I should probably read the book. Yeah. Uh, but I, that's, I'm We're pretty sure that's calls. how that is. People are going to be like, that's yes. not what 1984 is about at all. Oh, God. I, I, if you're listening to this... Please you, do not you, give us your opinion about that book. We don't care, and we will ignore your comments. Look, it's just it's just our friends listening to this. Okay. It's just our friend listening I don't to care. this. I, I have people that I know that will listen to this and will come and try to talk to me. Do not try to talk to me about the book. I don't care. You can talk to me about the book. I'd like to know how that ends. 
And if I was right, because I'm pretty sure I was. If you can find a like decent movie version of it, then let me know. Otherwise, I don't care. But yeah, um, so yeah, Google, um, and apparently the internet's great. Right. Not the internet. I'm not saying that as like apparently the internet. The this, internet. This new as thing. A, the internet. Well, I, I think I would say the internet just as a concept is pretty great. But you're saying the service provided by Google is great. Yeah. The internet yeah. service provided by Google is great. The internet itself, the internet as an idea is great. The internet as it exists today is a freak show and should be stopped. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, can't take, I can't take any more pictures of cats. Oh, gotcha. um, like that stuff. And then there's the stuff that I haven't seen that I've just heard about. That's just horrifying. I can't even, ugh. I've heard about subreddits that exist and I never <laughs> want to see that. Subreddits. Is that where, is this like basically like where the Reddit mutants are, have to go live? And- no, it's not like a, it's not like a Morlock subculture of Reddit. It's just the actual sure? culture of Reddit. That's like just who's on Reddit. Is the Morlocks, oh. and uh, yeah, no sub subreddit is so you've got Reddit itself, and like everything that is like a branch from the main page, I think is considered a subreddit. I feel, I feel. I don't even really know so what a Reddit is. I feel a little more ashamed that I don't understand Reddit than I do about not having read 1984. I'm just going to admit that right now. I don't really know what Reddit is, and I have no shame about it. I don't really give a crap. It's basically an internet forum. Yeah, I don't care. But it's structured much differently and less easy to read. Yeah, so again, again, I don't care because, again, it's more reading, but it's like reading that's like spastic schizophrenic reading where you have to like click and go a bunch of different yeah. random directions. Well, there's a lot of GIFs, too. Yeah, and again, that's still not, like, wowing me as far as content that I really care about. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying go there. Okay. I'm just saying it's it's a place. Yeah, it, and and somehow I'm, like, a writer. Like, I get paid to do writing, and I've been told my writing is, well, is, is good. Right. It's not well. Yeah, it would be grammatically incorrect. It is good, and I don't really do any reading. So I don't really know, like, where this whole... I, Maybe maybe it's completely wrong to bag on reading, but I'm going to be the guy that bags on reading because I have not found, like, lots and lots of reading to be of, like, a super benefit to my life. I think it um, depends on the kind of writing. Like, you don't have to, you don't have to read a lot to... Like, I, I haven't written any legal documents, I suppose. That's... That stuff... I don't think reading is going to help you write but, that stuff. But I mean, there's, I mean, writing is a skill, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I have no idea where it comes from, but apparently it does not come from reading <laughs> because everybody kind of knows how to talk, you know, but that's somehow not people, true, some, but okay. <laughs> generally people know how to talk. You can have a conversation with most people that speak the same language as you. All right. But somehow, you know, when when you have someone go from speaking <clears throat> to speaking with a pencil on a piece of paper, it becomes just this insane amount of garbage that just has no, makes no sense. 
Yeah. And I, I, I guess I just can't fathom like how that even happens. Like how somebody can go from, um, from here, having I'm a... talking to you and having a normal conversation to now all of a sudden what I'm writing just makes no grammatical sense. I'm leaving verbs out somehow. Like this was just like the phrase and they went. And it's like, what does that even mean? Like that you wouldn't even say that if you're talking to someone and you wrote that. How did you do that? That's the kind of stuff that I don't understand. Mm. I may, maybe I just maybe I met I met that threshold of reading. I read just enough to know like, oh, okay, that's what a human should write like in order to be understood. And I got it, and I didn't need any more. But I don't know. Again, not much of a reader. Yeah, I didn't. I'm kind of in the same boat. I certainly didn't read a lot up through. I didn't read a lot of assigned reading up through uh, middle school, high school. <clears throat> I read a bit of stuff in in college, but it's not even like what the, I mean. The weird thing is, it's not even like my reading comprehension is bad, or I like I don't have a problem. I don't have a. I'm not deficient in reading. I'm apparently deficient in coming up with the word deficient on the spot. Right. But, um, but you know, I, yeah, I've had the same kind of comments about my writing that people like my writing and I don't know. Maybe it's genetic. Yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe we just got it from our dad because he enjoys writing too. So it's kind of, yeah. Yeah. But I think it might also just be like structure of thought. Like if you have somebody who's writing and maybe they're leaving out verbs and stuff because they're just kind of like streaming their consciousness onto the page and it ends up just being this mess. And they're like, this is how I'm thinking right now. So I'm putting down all the thought I have onto page, you know. <laughs> I can't even imagine what that person's like <clears throat> inner, inner monologue is like. You know, I've met people who tell me they don't have an inner monologue. What do they think? That's what my question was. I was like, you don't have a con like whenever I think about things, I think things out and I have like a little conversation in my head about what's going on, or like if I'm trying to like work through something, I'll think in my head, or whenever I read something silently, I read it in my head and I make little voices for every of the characters. And people there's people that don't do that? That's what they tell me. That's bizarre. Yeah. So maybe that's part of the problem. They don't have that little voice in their head. Yeah. They don't really think. They just kind of... They just have feelings, and they're just, like, hungry. And then they eat something. Well, I'm going to move to Austin so I can get better internet. That's, that's the conclusion. Not Kansas, huh? Definitely super not Kansas. Yeah, that's probably for the best. Yeah. And then I can stream internet. <clears throat> I can stream my Netflix. Mm -hmm. Which, okay, so I've got Netflix. I recently started, I, I think I may have to start paying for that trial soon. I've got a month free trial of Amazon Prime, which I had never used before. 
but I'm trying it now to experiment with the streaming function of Amazon Prime. And I like it because it's got new things that I haven't seen before, but at the same time, I fucking hate it. Okay. Uh, one of the problems is right now the stupid Silverlight program is busted, so I can't play it on my home computer. But I can still watch it on my PlayStation, so that's fine. But the thing, that's actually not the thing that I super hate about it. What I hate about it is, okay, so you're paying a monthly fee for this service where you have all kinds of stuff that you can stream for free. But what happens is you start watching season one of Orphan Black and it's really cool and you get into it and you see season two is on there. But when you get to that one, no, fuck you. You can't actually stream this one. Now you have to pay for it. And that shit just pisses me off. Mm. It's and like a dealer. It's not just... It's not so much the... I think the thing that really pisses me off is the fact that it is this carrot that's in front of you with, like, the twelve ninety nine price tag on it as opposed to just not existing. Like, with Netflix, I've never really complained that I got to the end of you know, watching a series and they didn't have the next season because it hadn't come out on Netflix yet. It just wasn't there. So it, so I was like, okay, well I'll just wait for that to come on and then I'll watch it when it does. But with Amazon, it's like, Oh, we've got it. We're just not going to give it to you. So mm-hmm. fuck you. And that's the stuff. And, and I think that's what just makes me enraged when I see it. Like, just don't even show it to me. I don't even want to know you have it. Just put that in some other totally different place because I'm still not going to buy it because I hate you now, mm. but yeah, and that's the answer. That's why I hate it. Well, it's better than Hulu, right? Where you pay a subscription fee to watch like television that is broadcast for free and then they still show you commercials. Yes. I don't want to have to pay to watch commercials. So that was the, that one was, so Hulu was even worse. That one you only got a week trial. At least Amazon Prime is your full month. This one, Hulu, you get seven days to decide if you like it or not. And then that was another case where, okay, let me, I'll give Hulu Plus seven days trial. I installed it on my PlayStation. I set up the account. I only wanted to watch one thing. I really just wanted to get through the last season of 30 Rock. I go, I know they had 30 Rock on there. I go to 30 Rock. I go to load it on the on the PlayStation. And then I can't find it. And then I do a search and I type it in. And then I get the message, web only. And then, What? Yes. And that is exactly what I said was, what? How is something... How? how who, who wants to watch a TV show at their computer? Right. Yes. And that's the thing is Hulu Plus has this crazy bullshit web-only crap for all kinds of stuff, and it's probably the only thing that you want to watch. And you can sit on your computer, figure out how to stream your computer into your TV so you can sit down and watch like a normal fucking person, or or nothing, right? That's it. That's their options. Because half their stuff is web-only, which is just some made-up, pointless bullshit classification for... Who knows what reason? Probably because they're fucking idiots and don't know how to write a contract. Yeah. And so and, and now... And just like, 
eh, this has to be on the web only. And it's like, right. well, it doesn't matter. Either way, it's... Hey, it's, hey, hey guess what? I still need an internet connection to watch it from my PlayStation. So how exactly is that not the web? It's still a computer. It's still going to a monitor. Yeah, it's like, what... Like, in what whose, is, in what whose exactly mind is... is uh, in whose mind is that, like... I don't know. A worthy distinction to make. Apparently, like, apparently the distinction is you have to watch it through an internet browser and not through an application because you can't watch it on PlayStation. You can't watch it on an iPhone. You can't watch it on an iPad. You have to watch it through an internet browser, which I guess is the stupid bullshit. Fuck you. I'm never using Hulu. Fuck you, Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> this episode brought to you by Hulu. No, no. <laughs> um, oh, that I think that just ensured that we will never, if we ever did get anybody to like pay us money, it's not going to be Hulu. Not now. <laughs> probably, probably not. I mean, probably, it's probably not going to be Amazon Prime either. Probably not. No. Uh, yeah. Maybe Netflix. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, maybe so Google. Netflix. You got a shot. Well, eventually, when we're all working for Google, Google will be the sponsor, of course. So. Well, yeah. We'll just have to hope for our. You know, our red, yellow, and blue overlords to come take over soon. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, the name of the podcast will then turn into something Google. All hail Google. All hail Google. Yeah. And it'll be a, it will just talk about how um, the great overlord of Google is, uh, is great. Right. Yeah. Because we can't say anything bad about them because they, you know, monitor everything. Yeah. Man, I like Google. Me too. <sighs> Maybe next time we should we should see about getting uh, Google. Yes. Okay. Uh, no, we should see about getting uh, a guest. A guest. Okay. I think I think we can pull that off. Yeah. We might have a guest next time. And we'll have to take them to a shake break apparently. So that's going to be our thing now. Yeah. We have shake break. We have a special guest. It'll be great. <laughs>